Dufresne swam through a mile of shit to get this to this beer called Outbreak. Should we just go right into the to jingle? Let's go. Yeah, we're jingled. And it's a grabbing the brisket. Beer review. La, 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 la. Who brought this one? Yeah. This is a little bit of a different intro for us, but we're doing the beer review right from the get-go. This is Outbreak from Martin House, uh, strawberry and something so or other. So this is strawberry and banana sour with lactose. James, you can't have any of this. Uh, this is a 10% alcohol by volume, which, by pass, the way. Pass that around. Thank you. I got a full one over here, so. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank pass you. Pass it to John. So, John, here you go. I don't think I need any more. Yep. So, thank you so much for doing this. But Outbreak, the movie, right, back in the day, it was like, you know, this contagion or whatever else. But this, right. this... Like uh, Pre-COVID, it had yeah. like... Oof. This, this, uh, this picture here, basically, you've got this monkey in this space suit or this contagion suit, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got these, I don't know what these are, like squirrels or chinchillas or... That's like a strawberry bear. Strawberry bear. Okay. Yeah. Strawberries. They're called straw bears. Straw, strawberries. Straw bears. And you have banana, whatever. But anyways, it's just a very cool, uh, once again, it's, it's a wrapped can, right? But it's a very cool, uh, very cool can, man. Like they just do a great, these, who's doing the artistry? They do a great job. Uh, but yeah, again, it's a strawberry and banana sour with lactose. Outbreak. Outbreak. Let's go. Let's try it. Ten percent. Ten. Yeah, I, I I took a sip. I thought I was not gonna like this one. I actually kind of like it. Nah, it seems like Weirdly. those sours that are really strong, high alcohol, are the best ones. Is this yeah. one is this one high alcohol? I'm sorry. Is yeah, this? It is. Oh shit, it's ten. It's like a high C or a. Yeah, it's it definitely does not taste like. I'm trying to. Is this a Capri? I'm trying to pretend like this is not a beer. Is this a kid's drink? I'm drinking, like I'm a drinking smoothie, alcohol right? beverage. Yeah, the it tastes stra- like a smoothie. The strawberry banana just like shines through. Dude, Dude oh, a strawberry banana. Can you imagine smoothie. this on some ice blended into a cup, right? Maybe yep. maybe do like a sugar rim or or something on it, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, you or do some chamoy, some chamoy, <laughs> hey, yes. some chamoy. Nah, I'm not doing chamoy on the rim with some uh, some what? I'm just saying it's this is a this is good. This is really good. Yeah, it's got a nice tartness to it, but it's not overbearing like a lot of sours. I could, I could drink it, it about hits twenty me of these. The ears pretty hard, does it? They okay. did on the first drink, but after that, I'm I'm good. I could drink about twenty of these. I'm telling you. All right, so let's fire it off. Rapid session, like whoa! I'm gonna go in with a quick score of seven point five. The banana is Solid. that's a good score. That's a great score, James. Uh, the banana is subtle, but it lingers. Mm-hmm. I like, don't mind that banana on the back. I, no, I don't think it's pretty I good. I don't either. Yeah, I like it. Strawberry up front. You're not. It, yeah, it's not real soury on the back. It's end. a banana finish, but it, the banana's subtle. It's a subtle banana. It's damn near Gentle. perfect flavor-wise Gentle for me. Banana. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really good flavor. What do you Strawberry I'm jumping in. I'm going 9-1. Nice one. Whoa. 9-1. This is wow. as like far as, I mean, I don't want to judge nine it just one, on being a sour, one. but no. this is really Can't good. It's okay. really good. I'm going 8-3. Eight, 8-3. Three. Eight, three. I, I, I don't think of it. When I drink this, like I said, I, eight, don't, three. Feel, I don't feel like I'm drinking I, I, beer. I know, but 8-3? Yeah. There's a, there's a very valid reason. Why How many of these could you drink? Doesn't matter. That does not ever affect. Okay. Irrelevant. That never okay. affects my score. What could this have been better? What better at this could have been that you would have scored it higher? I'm. I'm just asking. I'm curious. Uh, I think the, 
if the flavor was a little bit better because it, it is a little bit too much like it got knocked down a few points for me because it's more smoothie ish than beer ish it's mm. very smooth it, it doesn't yeah. just feel like i'm tasting a beer it, it's i'm just not a i'm beer. drinking alcoholic beverage not a beer yeah and for it's me that like kind of loses a little bit on like that. wine or yeah. something yeah. right yeah just like or, or like what's the uh, what's the other uh like oh, what's fram- framboes? No, what's, what's, what's the what's the liquor like? Uh, everybody like Jaeg- it's like Jaeger, right? Yeah. It's it's not a liquor. It's not, it's a, not liqueur. a liqueur. It's liqueur. a it's a uh, it's, oh, it's not a spirit. What what is it? It's a liqueur. It's a liqueur, but it's not a spirit, right? It's it's not. It's just some really good shit that tastes with all the alcohol. Right. In it, right? What's your score, James? <laughs> Put it out there. No clue. It's always that thing. Okay. More what's your score, Alex? <laughs> It's my turn. <laughs> Watch him give an eight three two. No, I'm in the nines. Oh, what? This is nine six. What? This beer is a nine <laughs> six. Let me tell you why. The alcohol, yes, oh, great. This is ten percent. The flavor, <laughs> the flavor of this is yes, please. Like this. This is what you give your kids to go to sleep at night. This is shockingly delicious for being a 10% alcohol. It's 100%. Yeah. This it's is a great time. beer. I don't know what's going on with, with Martin House and our mad scientist genius, but well, we're, this is We're going to see them in a couple of weeks, so yeah, we'll, we'll ask, ask them. them. What the next hell, bro? Week. <laughs> yeah, next weekend. Uh, Alex? Next weekend. Score. <clears throat> right? Yep. It's good. Before I say that, though, like... The first sip like hit me behind the ears like mm. so hard. The sourness, mm. and then after that, Damn like it. it didn't hit me like that again. That's same, same. And I was gonna score lower mm. because it hit so hard behind the ears. <laughs> Where did it hit you? <laughs> hey, was it? He so. said behind the ears. <laughs> <laughs> score. Hey, what'd you score, brother? And now you're down to four people on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's your score? It's an 8-2, motherfucker. Let's go. 8-2's a great score. Can we cheers this real quick? <laughs> but 8-3's not. 8-3's off. 8-2's perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond it. I don't care. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what was your score? 9-1. What was your score? You remember what my damn score was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that, Man, that was... That hey, is great. 8-2 eight eight and 8-3 eight is a great score. Mm-hmm. This means it's a phenomenal beer. Just throw it's it out great. There. What was yours, James? Yeah, mine was like, I think, a 7.5. Yes. That was a bad you, score. You, you screwed <laughs> the pooch score. on this one, brother. I did. Like, I don't know what's going <laughs> on. If you had to rejudge it right now, and not that it counts, because it will not count. Once your score is in, it's right. in. But if you had to rejudge it again, are you going with the same score, or are you going to go higher? Yeah, I'm, go, I'm going same. Yeah, okay. You have to say. Speaking of that, screwing the yeah. pooch, let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, this is a grab of the brisket. brisket. Beer Dude, we're getting better at this. No, we're not. Um, I think we've got another wonderful interview planned for you guys. We have the most winningest man in barbecue, Myron Mixon, coming up. Uh, super excited about this episode. I mean, it, yeah. uh, it, not not to just uh, to blow too much smoke up uh, Myron's butt, but, I mean, he is the most winningest man in barbecue. And this guy has over 1,800 trophies won. Over, I don't, I mean, I, I can go into the accolades. I can go into the amount of just... Yeah. Grand champions and world champions, and uh, but we're, we're not even going to go there. Let's just get right into it. Myron, hey, how's your day going, bud? It's going pretty good down here in Daytona Beach, Florida, but uh, watching the storm blow through right now. Mm. Nice, nice. What what brings you to uh, Daytona? 
Uh, we got the Bulls and Boar. They're a sauce rub shop, uh, sell smokers. They asked me to come down and do a uh, one-day class. We are doing it on Saturday, doing a pork class. We'll be doing uh, pork butts, ribs, and uh, pork belly. And we just come down a few days early to kind of get in some of the sun and the fun. But most of it has been this afternoon. It's been storming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, here we have like a national weather alert like heat warning because it's so damn hot here <laughs> oh, it's hot man it is so hot yeah. here we're we're in triple digits and it's uh it's miserable i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> heat index today was 113 yeah Oof. yeah <laughs> yeah so global warming man glad I, i'm glad i ain't there with y'all <laughs> yeah yeah it's warm for sure heck you yeah said, you said 1800 trophies where do you keep 1800 trophies at no. how's that work <laughs> Let me tell you what I used to do. I used to uh, rent storage buildings. You know the storage building you can rent? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I kept a lot of them in them. And uh, it got to the point where no disrespect to any of the contest. I was doing uh, 45 contests a year. I did that for over 15 years. Mm. And we'd go and you'd win. And, and finally at the end of that run, because I can't do 45 now. I just ain't got time to do them. But – I'd give them to kids. Uh, we gave some uh, for them to repurpose. Some of the groups, uh, uh, 4-H-type people and stuff like that, repurpose some. I had a friend over the barbecue restaurant down at St. Simon's. I gave him a bunch of them to go down there. Now, the ones that really meant the most to me, the world championships, uh, the state championships and stuff like that, the unique trophies, mm-hmm. I got them in my trophy room. There it is. Yeah, I'm going to hazard a guess that you keep the uh, Memphis and May ones, too. Oh, yeah. I've got all five of them sitting there looking at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Nice. Yeah, I'd travel nice. with them suckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, right. right. Hey, hey, buy, buy a plane ticket for each each of your trophies. No, no. They ride first class, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> yeah. You got to check that luggage or yeah, right. uh, carry on, baby. Carry yeah. on. Let's okay. go. Yeah, I, I followed as a different path. Uh, I we, we have collected. Uh, not not near as a uh, uh, many <laughs> no. as as my Myron has collected, but we collected a few, and I I took the approach to just handing them out to the neighborhood kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they would just walk by and like, hey dude, you're doing a good job, man. Here's a trophy, and <laughs> right. they would just sit there and just like, oh my god, this is the best <laughs> shit ever. More than me, and they take it home to their parents. They're yeah. like, I won a trophy. I won. <laughs> I won. It was. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we, we had kids actually knocking on the door. Hey. Can we get a trophy? We're like, sure, come on in. <laughs> Here's a trophy. Take one and go. Why is there a pig on it? <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Just go. Man, so, you know, I, it's, it, I'm actually never a loss for words, uh, but honestly, having you on and, and just watching your career on, on television and, you know, watching you out there with, you know, it's it seems like this, this, uh, these, these grandstands, right, where, where they're calling everybody up and seeing the party and seeing you guys walk up with Jack Sold South. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it was a thing for me watching you guys going, I, I want to do this. I want to, you know, I, I want to compete. I, I want to get out there. I want to see my name up there, you know what I mean, and, and having it called. And there's nothing like, I think, the first time. I think that's the thing, right? The first time you ever got called, and I don't know if you want to you want to speak on that a little bit, but – that's the one that for me is the most memorable, and it's it's for us it was a it was some podunk 
barbecue cook-off that maybe had 50 teams in it, you know? And it didn't, it wasn't like it was going to be, I think the, it was a $1,000 guaranteed first place for brisket. Uh, they had, they did brisket ribs and chicken. Um, back then, uh, it wasn't, it, what, James was the one that was like, hey, this is probably 20 years ago, but he was like, hey, let's, let's just not cook brisket. Why don't we cook some chicken and ribs, you know? I, was yeah, like I think a, rib, ribs and chicken were pretty much ancillary categories. Yeah, I was right? like, I, who, who eats chicken and ribs like that? I mean, we, we are in Texas. <laughs> we cook brisket, you know? So we do it, and uh, I, I don't know what it was. The cards in line, the stars did, whatever it was, but it was one of these moments where we entered, the, we entered our first cook-off in ribs uh, and, and brisket, and that, that week it was first-place brisket, Second place, I'm, I'm sorry, first place ribs, second place brisket, right? And ribs, it was just like a, we, we weren't even, we didn't even try in ribs, right? But I remember winning this and it was just this moment of going like, yes. You know, it, it, it didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't like a huge crowd. They did a Calcutta. I don't know if you know what a Calcutta is where they, they, they do an auction. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, people run your teams up. And I remember sitting there, we were like a no name person. Our team went for like 150 bucks. We were broke, right? Didn't have any money. <laughs> And, and and we couldn't afford to buy it in 150 bucks. So somebody else bought us. They came back and said, "Hey, you want to you want to buy half back?" You know. And I said, "Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll split up." Everybody's trying to get money in the. Hey, yeah, we'll we'll buy half back. But man, we hit it, you know. And I was I look over at James. I go, man, I don't know what's going on, but man, you got to keep cooking ribs. I don't know. Wait, screw brisket. We're winning in ribs right now. Let's let's do some ribs. So yeah, if you, I mean honestly, what was it like for you? Your first was it a hook? It's like hitting the best golf shot, right? The right. first time you hit the golf shot you're hooked, right? So, yeah, what was it for you? Well, the same way. Um, I started in 1996, and, you know, it was a lot different than what it is today. Everybody now, including myself, you got the enclosed trailers, the air-conditioned trailers and all that stuff. Well, nobody back in the day had all that. You had open trailers, if anything, with a top of them, and uh, you went and competed. And the first contest I went to, now, I've cooked with my dad since I was nine years old in his takeout barbecue business, where he shovel coals, burned the wood down. And I had all that down. I knew how to do that. And I figured if I could do that, I could do this comp stuff. And, you know, when I was running, you had Mike Mills and all these people who were competing. Uh, well, with Tower Rock and uh, Apple City, if y'all familiar with who Mike Mills is, you should be familiar Oh, yeah. With oh, yeah. And Pat Burke, who cooked with him also, who is probably one of the best hot cooks I've ever seen. But the thing is, the first contest I ever went to, it was a Memphis and May sanctioned event. And uh, it was in Augusta, Georgia. And three categories, whole hog, shoulders, and ribs. I took first place in ribs. I put uh, first place in hog, third place in shoulders. Jesus. So That's your first well, one? That was my first contest. Jesus. This is, this is what – yeah, exactly, right? You but just I, had a knack for it. And that, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's impressive. But let me tell you this now. Again, I've cooked for a lot of years, and I knew I used to go to the Big Pig Jig, which is a big event in my home county. 150 teams still happens. And I went out there, and I knew a lot of those teams competing, and I tasted so much stuff, and I said, hell, I can do this shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I went, and all that did for me was, like y'all, I mean, you know, damn, I hit ribs today, hit brisket today. Your first one, it validates you. Yep. It tells you that you're on the right track to be able to keep rolling with this. Yeah. And uh, I did. I started in. That's when the 45 a year started. And your butt sitting in the 
seat of a dooley and riding all over the southeast. That's that's when all that went down. Nice, nice. Hey, so this is something that we we struggle with, and uh, it's the ever changing of barbecue. And I've I've struggled with this. You know, I'm I'm a purist. I I I like the wood uh, burning. I like to I like to maintain it with with wood. I I you know I, it's just me. I'm I'm just that kind of guy, right? It's, it's no no nothing. I don't have anything bad to say about anything else, right? But the way that barbecues evolved, and even our flavor profiles that we 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 put together. They're they're kind of similar, but they're they're nothing like they when we originally started because you have to evolve with that. Right. The circuit's changing, right? Uh, so, can you can you describe a little bit like how your barbecue was in the very beginning, and then kind of like, take me through a little transition because y'all have evolved and you have to, right? That, that's how you stay current. Oh, that's yeah. how you stay winning. And, and the thing about it, I will say this straight up. And all the evolving, I don't say is better, but you got to do what you got to do to win those checks, to win those trophies. I mean, and to me, I teach this. I say good recipes, good recipes. But what it comes down to, it comes down now to a sauce contest. Everybody pretty well mm-hmm. has got tenderness down. Everybody's pretty well got, you know, uh, the timelines, picking the great meats, building the box. But it's a damn flavor contest now. Yep. And it's then got sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. I mean, it was sweet when I was doing it mm-hmm. all the time. I get yeah. to do four or five a year now instead of 45. And, I mean, it's ridiculous sweet. Uh, it's not barbecue that I want to eat every day. Right. And yep. I used to could eat what I started with every day. Just give you, for instance, my hog back in 1996 through, let's say, the mid-2000s. It was more on the vinegar, savory side than it was a sweet side. Yep. And about, and if you want to stay relevant, you got to change and move. And I, about mid O's, 2000 O's, I started going to the other end of that spectrum, going sweeter, less vinegar, you know, sweeter. And it just kept progressing towards that end. Yeah. Yeah. Was it hard for you to I mean, do that? You, <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. hard for me to do it because I was born and raised on Better Bay sauce. I'm from South Georgia. Yep. You know, and, and South Georgia or Georgia in general, traditionally, which, you know, now everybody's done blended together and ain't, you don't really have, I say, heritage pockets. You got a few left, but just like Carolina barbecue, that's what Georgia was. It was the vinegar based, mopping meats, that kind of thing, all the way into Alabama, Mississippi. I mean, that was the traditional heritage barbecue. Yep. And now we're doing this sweet stuff that you're doing just to win the trophies and the and the checks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and don't get me wrong, now some of it's good. Some of it's good. I mean, I ain't gonna tell you I don't like sweet stuff and sweet barbecue, but some of it's ridiculous. <laughs> some, I, of it's, some of it's got ridiculous now. I agree. I I want like this. We talk about this. Yeah, we and, say and we got to just get it in our heads. We got to cook for the judges. Yeah, and, it's and hard to do it, but you got to do it. That's the thing. I mean, if you want to win, you have to do it. But like, but it's just it it conflicts. I'm conflicted with it. But but I totally agree well, with you. Let me tell you something though, guys. Yeah. Y'all know a lot of judges, and if you'll sit down and talk with them one on one, oh, I don't like all this damn sweetness out there mm-hmm. now. And you know, and you turn around, and you go go sweet. Well, somebody's lying. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because, that's right. I mean, yeah. That's right. Go back, go back to your vinegar based mops and all yep. that. See how that works for you in the next contest you go to. That's right. You know, and, and those same judges that sit there and say they they like it more savory. If you did savory, and they could be sitting around those tables, they're gonna mark your ass down. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
That's mm-hmm. right. And it, it, there is something, I, and I, I keep preaching this, and I talk about this all the time with, with the guys and just whatever, but there's something about being different. And, and I, 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 I get it. We have to be a sweet barbecue right now and, and whatever. I do think it's going to change. I do think there's going to be a tide change. Like a bounce it, back. Yeah, it could be 10 years from now, five years from now. But there's going to be a point where somebody wants to go back to a more savory. Yeah, you'd be in the personal care home. That's right. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. But, yeah, I mean, that's something we, we've all struggled with. And it's, it's a point where we're just like, like we, we fought it for so long. But I will say this, being different. It's okay to stand out. Uh, I mean, it, if you want to make it a sweet barbecue, great, okay? But if you don't have to rock it to this 100% sweetness, where sometimes some of these ribs, I can't eat them. I'm like, this is not, this is not the rib I grew up on, you know? Uh, but Well, you can't taste the meat. You, you can't, can't taste it. All mm-hmm. you taste it is sweet. It's it. Yeah, That's it. Exactly. But there's something about being a little bit different. a lot of different. the problem you got now, I, what do y'all cook predominantly? Y'all don't do predominantly KCBS or Memphis May events. What do y'all do? So so we're doing – so so we have the uh, – so I so, so you have the – IBCA. IBCA, which is – Barbecue. All right. Did they, the did chan- they the CBAs. classes or no? No. Nope. No, nope. it's, it's the public. Yep. So the CBA is is better – than the IBCA? At least you get some feedback with the CBA. The, I, the IBCA, you get no feedback. You don't know how it went. You just know that you won and, or you lost. And it's more in line with the KCBS, right? The ICBA, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the CBA is more in line with the KCBS. Yeah. But the KCBS is where it is, right? That's, right. It's, it's a, well, it's a it pure... Is, but let me tell you this. It comes down to this, too. Yeah. you got a lot of new judges that are getting in, not only the KCBS, but NBNs, too. And it depends on, and when they have judging classes, they have training. And it all depends who, on who they go and get to cook the meats for their training. That's right. And mm. if, damn. And, and you think about that a minute. If they cook the meats for that training, and there's some damn sweet molasses base, maple syrup, honey with brown sugar on top. Well, I mean that's their first taste of what you know is real competition, or what they think is real competition barbecue. Mm-hmm. My mind is freaking blown right now right, because you're sense. exactly right. You're setting the standard, you right? About that. You're, yeah, I mean, but, you're but setting. The point is, yeah. I, I can tell you from 96 to start at the teens, you used to get special Memphis May events. I'm speaking for that. And we won a lot in KCBS too in those years. But those events used to get rewarded for being, as you were talking about a while ago, being different. Yeah. Having a different flavor, and I'm not talking that different in a bad way. Like, oh, that shit tastes like you know bittered ass onions. <laughs> yeah, or right. Is that right. But, Put some but the point is, on there. your stuff was good, but it wasn't like everybody else's. Nowadays, if everybody just about ain't walking in that same trail, you ain't gonna get a call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now you think about that a minute. Yeah. No, I, I see it. Yeah. We, I we, see we, it. Because we, everybody wants to taste like whoever got a call last week. Definitely. And we're going to find out through all our little circles and our little groups, and we're going. then everybody's making the same damn crap up, turning it in. You know what's funny? is back in my day when barbecue, we knew how to keep a freaking secret. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. Ain't no secrets I, we, anymore. People would come over and, and they'd come, hey, can I, can I try the brisket? Can I try this? Yeah, we would throw them a different piece. That's it. <laughs> there it is, you know. Let me tell you what I used to do with it when they wanted to taste mine. Yes. I'd go, I swear to God, I had like a half a gallon of craft barbecue sauce back in the day, and I tossed everything I had left over because I knew yeah. that was going to happen. <laughs> I let him eat it. There it is. Hey, I love that. You love it. It's good. This is yeah. so awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah. 
Right, we used to. I'm tell you something. We we really, this is we were we had a, a team that was in, in our area that was just dominant, right? And uh, it was a husband and wife team. The, the wife was just a cook, man. She was the one that was spot on. The husband just drank all the damn time, you know. He he just didn't really care about it, you know. But 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 so, Kay, Kay just cooked, and she was so consistent. Like it didn't matter where she cooked it. It didn't matter who she cooked against. She was going to. She knew exactly how long she had to cook it for. She always bought the same style, the same size. She trimmed the same. Everything looked uniform, right? She, she was a badass little barbecue uh, cook. But man, I I uh, I'm going somewhere with this, but I. You're talking about like uh, we competed against them. Yeah, uh, so we used to sit up. We used to sit up and we would hold binoculars. Oh, right? you're awful from from, from our team <laughs> over to their team, person. and and we wave at them, right? And we we wave at them, and he gets so mad, he come over. Don't be looking at our stuff, and dude, I think the covers were still in the binoculars, but he couldn't tell it, right? And he'd get all mad. And uh, dude, we used to razz people like that, but nowadays it's like everybody's doing this. Like, you're right. I think everybody's. Like, oh, the use, here's the seasoning. Here's what I use. You know, everybody's so generous with it. You're like, I don't know if this is the same competition. Well, the point to. is, the, the thing is going on now. Back in the day when I was winning all the time, I had organizers of events said, when you left, Myron, so-and-so, so-and-so, come up and tore up your gut because you pile your garbage out by the road or whatever to leave. So-and-so, so-and-so, come up there and up, tore your bag of garbage up looking through the bottles and see what the hell you had. Jesus. Oh, oh wow. You know you're doing something right. But, there it is. Well, yeah. back then I was. I mean, I yep. was – but I can tell you this about compete. You've got to stay in that truck seat and go. You can't do three or four contests a year and stay ahead of that curve and stay on board of what's happening now. You've got to do the 20-plus – to stay there. Yeah, the grind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got you got to roll. Yeah. You got to roll. You can't yeah. sit your ass at the house. You got to go. Yeah. It's like Aaron. You know, and and think and think about it is nowadays, I'm telling you back when I was running, you know, 45 a year, the prize money, I lived off the prize money. Yeah. But I'm telling you now, back then everybody was paying in cash. too. you didn't have very much have checks being paid at contests. Mm. But I'm telling you now, events the, the cost of doom has increased tremendously, as y'all well know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. now you got $100,000 doolies. In fact, I didn't have my first new doolie to 2019. Hmm. I'd always bought not uh, good ones, good trucks, like the uh, 7.3 uh, Fords and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And, and uh, I finally said, screw it. I'm going to buy one. I got the money. I'm going to get it. But the damn thing about it is I was frugal about it. And, and I stayed in shithole hotels. You know, I've been laying there at night after killing myself at a contest that day, night or day. Feel something crawling on your neck, it'd be a roach. I just grab it, crunch it, throw it against the wall, and keep sleeping. Oh, good lord! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, now, hey. now I can stay at the damn Hilton or Holiday Inns or whatever I want to stay at. But I'm telling you, and I ain't want to. I mean, I paid my dues, but I don't know if it's about paying dues as much as that's what I had to do. Yeah. And uh, the point is. You got to stay out there cooking it. You got to get in that sink. Even if the, your recipe, as far as the flavor profiles, is perfect, you're not going to stay in sync three or four or five contests a year like you are when you're 20 plus. Mm-hmm. You go hit your marks automatic. You go step in that trailer in the morning and you're going to be booming it out and you're going to know and you're not going to miss something. I'm not going to miss doing a dip. I'm not going to miss doing a dust with my uh, ground up uh, rubs, making a dust out of it. 
you know, you're not going to forget it because you just did it the last 15 weekends. Yep. Right, right. Yep. Now, which exact you know, rub it, was that? <laughs> right after we got to Myra Mixon rubs. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we got some on the shelf over here. We do have some on the shelf. Yeah. But the thing is, you, I mean, you still got teams today that travel a lot. I mean, yep. uh, but it, <clears throat> and I ain't mean to suck it. I mean, uh, I'm always a notch below or above trailer trash at any given time. So I know how it is <laughs> not to have that. But it ain't a poor man's game no more. That's no, true. It's not, no, not you, when you're throwing you're down right. three hundred dollar briskets uh, on a on a weekend. Yeah, every right. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah, Snake River Farms. I mean, you know, three hundred bucks. I'm going to Maryville, Tennessee uh, next weekend. Uh, we got a house in Gatlinburg, and it's right there below Knoxville, and it's forty five minutes from my house up there. But I got a goal sitting in the house. It's three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's just one me. Yes, yeah. just one me. So, then you got a seventy five thousand dollar damn trailer. And a hundred thousand dollar dealie, and I got three hundred dollars worth of fuel sitting in it. Yep, right. Yep, it ain't cheap. That yep. doesn't work. Five hundred dollars to enter it. Yeah, you got to buy groceries. You got to eat while you're out there. I got uh, two thousand dollars worth of hotel rooms at the Holiday Inn Express there for my guys. Damn, damn, damn. You could win every damn thing they're giving away, and you won't break even. That's right. <laughs> exactly. But, so let, let's go back for a second right here because. Uh, when we barbecue, and I watched, I actually watched a video of years, uh, video of years years ago, and somebody asked you, and you said, "Look, I'm not buying two briskets." And I can't remember what video this is. It was on YouTube. And you said, "I'm going to buy the best brisket I can. It's gonna be, I'm buying one, and I ain't going to fuck with it anymore. I, I'm buying the best brisket I can. I'm going to cook it hot and fast, and I'm done." Right? And that, right. that resonated with me when you said that. And I, I can't remember how how long ago that that video popped up. It may be. Ten well, years I still ago. do it today. In my classes I teach, that's the way I teach it. There it is. I get my slices off with the same brisket I get my burnt ends off. Yep. Y'all don't do burnt ends down at where y'all at, but, I mean, a lot of – now KCBS, everybody's getting away from burnt ends. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the CBA, we, we can do – optional. You we can do them if you want. We can put burnt ends in the box with the sliced brisket. However, once they reach into the box – and they pick a slice or they pick a burnt end, that's, they can't go they back can't in for us. Yeah, right. can't go back in. So, so we will do both now, uh, which right. actually is good because it, it's setting us up for success if, if when, when we do a uh, KCBS competition, right? right? Well, so they're teaching right. us like if it's good, put it in the box. If it's not good, put it in the box. But I'm like, I've really never really had a terrible burnt end. You yeah, know what I mean? Know, right? <laughs> I mean, if you get a well, nice, let me tell you how. Let me t- you talking about burnt ends. Let me tell you how that swung. Burnt ends in general, a good one. If you get it at a restaurant, or even back in the day, there's a little sponge to it where it's got some very good cooked fat in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you've got it because it's, I'm not saying the breed of judges, but the judges you got coming on now, the newer judges, they don't want any fat. So if you're mm-hmm. going to put burnt ends in the box, you got to render that point out, not to where it's dry, but right before it, and get that fat out of it if mm. you're going to use them in the box. Yeah. If you put a burn in that you and I both love, that spongy flavor and all that, they'll mark your ass down for fat. Oh, oh. Those guys I, suck. I need to infiltrate my way into being one of those <laughs> right. judges and some, just like... Can we get just some right. re-education going on here? Right. <laughs> Let's start our own sanctioning body. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> well, see, that's yeah. another problem you got in your training is... One person doesn't do all the training for all of these classes, mm-hmm. for judging classes. You've got several people not knocking them a bit. 
Yep. But I know good and well everybody ain't training the same way. Right. No, that's right. It's no, what that's you're, you're right. It's like, think about this. Like back in the day when you were a kid and they, they put you in a circle and they, they gave you a story to tell and you told the next person and then you told the next person. Telephone, that, and that, telephone right? Yeah, right? Telephone. It's going to change. It, it changes, right? And then but same thing with teaching. You know, these guys could all go somewhere, but he learned from somebody right. else, and she learned from somebody Everybody else. Has their own personal. The next thing you know, it's 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 evolved, right? Yeah, I, it's, I it's a different story. I don't right. know how you get to the point where you have a, a, a like Myron was saying, like you have a team come out, or you have somebody out there is like, this is the perfect rib. This is what you're basing your your judgment, your criteria when you go in to judge off of everybody else. I don't understand, like what? Because yeah, who died and made them where they were? decide who the perfect rib is right. exactly exactly, exactly. i'm like is myron back there is he making the ribs i mean <laughs> how do you uh, know it's perfect right <laughs> yeah. well, the thing know. about it is you got to think a lot of you and i'm not knocking you judges you got to have new people come on board to fill those slots <clears throat> but you got everybody now coming what post barbecue pitmasters post barbecue shows yeah they've watched all this stuff but still the best barbecue most of them has had to compare to is their favorite restaurant in their city. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's the famous days or whatever the hell it is, Yep. you know, they're comparing it to that. And I can tell you this, flavors I've tasted <clears throat> from teams that went a lot, not meaning it ugly, but a lot of it's dumbed down from what it was in the 90s, 2000s compared to flavor profiles. In other words, you got to bring it in to what group of judges is want you to, you know, what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's well, right. Let me ask this: uh, Does <clears throat> Myron do do you go out when you're out and about? You're traveling all across the country. Maybe you're not doing a competition. Maybe you're um, uh, doing whatever. Do you go to other barbecue restaurants? Do you, is that a thing where you say, "Hey, I'm going to go get barbecue at this place"? No, right hell here. no. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> hell no. I'll answer it for him. Hell no. I don't even do that. Like, yeah. I don't. How many do y'all do that? No, no I don't. No, not anymore. If I want barbecue, I'll spend ten hours doing it. I don't. I don't need to go. I mean, some, that's exactly right. Yeah. I'm going to eat it. I'll eat. I'll eat mine. I'm yeah. not going somewhere else and, and be damn disappointed. Yeah. I was, right. I was up in Michigan. Somebody <laughs> asked me that. if I wanted I'll to go get barbecue, and I was like. Nope. You said in Michigan, in you're Michigan, like, nah, nah. Nah. I'm going to pass. I don't yeah. want to be disappointed. I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, I was talking about sauces a while ago. Yeah. About sweetness and all. And about me telling you about that. all these judges. So, man, I wish you'd get back savory or vinegar base. Or give me some of that Carolina mustard sauce, blah, 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 blah. You walk in any damn major supermarket. I don't know what y'all got in Texas, but down in Florida and Georgia, we got Publix, Kroger, Alfred's. You got them all. We got HEB. You walk down that, walk down that damn sauce aisle, and tell me how many bottles of vinegar you sauce you see on the shelves, and how many thousands of bottles of damn honey molasses, hickory smoked Mm -hmm. sweet crap you got down there. All of it. That's right. I I had to. That's right. That's good. We we had a we had a conversation with uh, Rodney Scott, and I ordered a bottle of his vinegar sauce that he has. They they have nothing like that down here. Like nothing that could yeah. compare to that, and I, I love it. I absolutely well, the thing love about it. it is, even with Rodney's in mind, you're not gonna see many bottles of that at Walmart and all that. Never they put all yeah. that stuff in there. The damn that people want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal. It 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 does, and and I think it can change. But it, what has has to happen? It has to have people saying we're not gonna do it sweet, and we're gonna do it this. We're we're gonna do it this way. 
I think that's, you know what I mean? Somebody changes uh, and says, I'm not going to do sweep. Uh, uh, or if you're winning. If, and, and if you win, it changes. And that, that's the key, right? Uh, but you have to, if, if you're winning and you're successful, that's what changes the, 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 the mindset. The problem is it's hard to freaking, it's hard to get in with, with, with that type of flavor profile. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so it, it doesn't change. It stays this way. But for years, it was the other way, you know. Uh, but you're probably right. I probably will be in a geriatric home and somebody will say, hey, they got some, some vinegar-based barbecue sauce out here and it's freaking delicious. I'm like, son of a bitch, let's go, you know. Yeah, well, so, yeah, you get, let's I, talk about the steak content. Do y'all have the SCA steak oh, yeah. content? Oh, yeah. It, and they're big. They're, they're big time here. I mean, I'm a member. I think I'm a lifetime member. I can't remember. Because I, I, I support, uh, I support uh, organizations like that. I think I am a lifetime member. And, uh, you know, when it first come out, I said, you know what? This is awesome. This right here doesn't take a lot of money. Everybody gets a steak provided to them or two steaks provided to them. This is about as fair as you can do it. If you show up, most of them are like in the afternoon, show up at 2 o'clock, little 10 by 10 pop up, Mm -hmm. your little Weber, PK, whatever it is you're cooking on, you know, awards at 4 o'clock, we're out of here. Yep. That yep. was what three years ago, four years ago, maybe. Right. Whenever it started, five. Look at the damn rigs now to cook a damn five-minute steak. I know, I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. I'm telling you, they as big <laughs> as my Memphis May rigs. Air conditions, lounge areas, beds. You know, for a steak. You know, you ain't coming in yeah, right. like a three-day damn steak cook. It's shit you over <laughs> with in five minutes. Yeah. No, <laughs> they I took, know. Well, well, and I'm not knocking anybody for wanting nice stuff and all that crap. I ain't knocking that. But the thing is, what made it so cool was you could do it and not have any pretense about it. It was something that was, you know, uh, it was total opposite of KCBS and Memphis and May. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now it's not. Yeah. It's then been swallowed up by by greed. It's then been swallowed up by I want my shit nicer than the next guy's shit. And, you know. It, I love it. Got to keep up with the Joneses. Got to keep up with the. Yeah, got to keep up with the Joneses. That, that, that's the mentality. It's like the, that, it's like the damn rattlesnake and turn around and bit his own damn self. That's right. You know, we keep. I mean, it is. You it try is. to you swallow your own self. So it's funny you say that because we were actually just tossing this around, trying to put on a, uh, trying to host a, uh, a a competition here, and, and it'll be a charity event or whatever else. However, uh, this event is going to be. We're going to purchase all the briskets for the event, and we're going to run it like a steak cook-off. So it's not – hey, listen, because back in the day, we didn't cook with Wagyu, right? We went, to, we went to H-E-B, or we went to Kroger's, actually, back then. Kroger's had some – Sam's had some good meat, went choice. to Kroger's. We cooked choice. We, hell, we got select. I mean, that's, that's – you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, and you made it the best you can. Well, I used to cook them from Walmart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I can tell Walmart you right. had – Black Angus briskets, yeah, dude. We used to, that was the place to go. Like we we went into Walmart. We're like, hey man, we we found two. Let's go. You know, uh, I can tell you the grade of meat, uh, uh, not necessarily choice prime, all that stuff like that. I can tell you right now the grade of meat that is hitting our shelves at the grocery store has fallen down considerably. Right, it was right. it wasn't like I used to buy a choice. Brisket. It was well marbled. Yep. Yeah, you saw the You're fat right. striations everywhere, and now it's like, nah. It's being uh, regraded. Now that choice is now being graded as a prime. Yeah. Right? And, and you're, paying, you're paying prime prices for... for uh, choice? 
for a choice or or even a select. And and, and how it's graded is off of the, off the ribeye, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a yeah. side of beef is graded off the ribeye, or something like that. So I'm like, that was the money. That, that, that's when you knew what you, good cooks could recognize what the brisket lo- was supposed to look like, and they're like, oh, this is a choice. I'm getting it for. I don't know, eighty-nine cents a pound. Let's go. That that was the mentality back then. Now, now you're like you can't you can't even mess around with that. You yeah, got to call Snake River Farms and the get. And it's Snake River. You have it. you have what, what, right. Circle Eight. You've got you've got these all these other uh, Kobe beef crossbred Angus cattle that's running throughout America. And that if you don't do that, it's like you're not going to win. So it's, our idea is to host a cookoff. Uh, we're we're, we're going to buy a grade of beef. It's what it is. We'll do a snake method. Uh, they're all going to be around the same size. But you know what? It's up to you to make this damn thing good, right? Like let, Let's see you cook right. versus having the meat just render also, down the way it's – you know what I mean? Like, also, I think we talked about just making, like, no electronics whatsoever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. zero electronics, right? Just go back old well, school. Well, I'll tell you what else I would do with that. I'll tell you what else I would do. It'd have to be cooked whole. They could not cut it down into a four-pound piece and cook it. That's it. You know, on a damn barrel and, you know, Yeah, we want to see whole slices. That's right. But that's what they do now. I mean, they've got it now to where a lot of them can bring their ass out there at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, and they can put everything on because they're cooking pork collars. They're cooking – they're cutting the brisket down little four-pound pieces. Ribs, of course, you can cook fast. And your chicken, so – you know, I used to think we could do it faster as anybody. Right? We don't even get out at three o'clock, put the meat on at four, and I'm cooking whole butts and whole brisket. Yeah. But the thing is now, by the rule changes, they got it now where, shit. You know, you can come down there at eight o'clock, make turn-ins. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's well, right. I, I think we're, on a barrel. I, yeah, on I, a barrel. I think where we're, we're I think where we're going wrong with is the addition of the. The sauces. I think the sauces. Uh, people are putting sauce all over brisket, and, and you know, popping them with the dust. They're, they're just whatever. So you can you can cook a brisket in four hours, and you can just layer it up with sauces, and it just kind of cooks in. And next thing you know, you got the au jus. You're painting the au jus on it, and you throw it in the box, and the person eats it, and you're like, "This is the best thing I've ever had in my life." You're like, "But it only touched a smoker for like." It wasn't even a smoker. It was like a yeah, charcoal you know, grill for like smoke, right? four no hours. Smoke. That was it's it. Just, it's just That's sauce. Right. That's right. I, is that where barbecue's going? It is. is. It's, it's already there. But, but it's, it's already there. It's already there. Yeah. That's it. But but go back. Originally, originally in this area, if you wanted to cook an area brisket competition, it said very, very plainly, you cannot sauce your brisket. Like, that was back in the day. Now you can do whatever you want. But back in the day was... You cannot saw it. The meat has to stand alone, right? And now everybody, you, you could mix a, lot, a little bit of the au jus with a little bit of something, right? You, you could douse that on top. That's and, what we and, always and did. Just we, mix the, its own natural juices that we got from the wrap, the au jus. And, and back on top, right? That's yeah. right. But but nowadays, it's it's just changed, you know? It, it, now you could do whatever you want. Well, what's happened now is the tail's wagging the dog. That's right. Yeah. The cook team... The cook teams are telling the damn organizations what they want and what they're going to do, and you know that's pretty much what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, back in the day, Memphis and May, when they ran the circuit, that's NBN, Memphis Barbecue Network. You had whole hog, you had uh, shoulders, whole shoulders, 
couldn't cook pork butts. And you had ribs. You could cook whatever rib, but everybody cooked baby backs because that was a Memphis-style deal. You couldn't part out your hog. Still ain't supposed to part the hog out. And you couldn't cut pieces up of your uh, shoulder. It had to be cooked intact to the finish. You know, and gradually, you know, now they let them cook pork butts in the Memphis, uh, the MBN, the Memphis Barbecue Network. Right. But the point is, before they made it all legal, you know damn well you had a bunch of them already. Oh, yeah. Pork butts, same way. Same way with KCBS, even before they made it legal, you had a pile of them doing pork collars. You had a pile of them, even though you weren't supposed to cut the brisket down. They were cutting the brisket down. I mean, so I, I feel like maybe they just said, you know, screw it. They're already doing it. They got these damn trailers. You can't watch them. So, and plus, they don't want to catch nobody. Yeah. You know, they don't want to catch anybody cheating. It's too damn big of a rigmarole, and it ain't good PR, and, yeah, yeah, it's just I, easier. You I agree. Go. I you're right. It, I I I definitely agree with you. It's just easier. Yeah. Right. Speaking of uh, Memphis in May, uh, I had a friend that was out there this year, and they said that uh, Myron Mixing wasn't there this year, and I was shocked. So I said, uh, "He's going to be on. I'm going to ask him what happened." <laughs> I have not missed that contest since 1996, and uh, I'm booking my cook classes out so far ahead. I do one a month. And right now I'm booking February 2024. The rest of them are full all the way around. Way to go. And last year when I booked May of this year, 23, was in August. And I thought I had picked the right date to stay off of Memphis in May, but I hadn't. So when it got closer and I saw that I messed up, it wasn't one thing to do. I mean, you know, the the people that paid their money to, to come to my place and I was yeah. more than happy to have them. I just had to suck it up, and we had a great time, a great class, like we always do. But no, you I, bet your ass I won't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I respect that that you saw that uh, you had fuck. something Hell yeah. already on the books. And I like, had several I, folks tell me, "Man, I just go ahead and cancel and reschedule them or give the money back." I said, "I ain't doing that." Yeah, no, no, that no, wouldn't that, be right. I ain't doing that. that. I mean, I respect no. that a lot. I mean, the really thing like, about no, it is, everybody. Right comes i have people fly out of country uh people from australia and all over the world and you know they start making airline tickets and out way ahead and booking you know flights and, Hotel and booking hotels yeah. you know it ain't like it ain't like just you, you, we're gonna reschedule the birthday party for the next saturday not this saturday that <laughs> yeah. ain't how yeah, that right. works Right. Hey, it's, it's not just a neighborhood can, party that you can reschedule for the next weekend that's right can, can, i mean and, can, and the thing is again we had a great time awesome time and uh, I saw, and I can tell you this, from what I saw, if I ever had to miss one, God said you're going to have to miss one. I'm glad it was this one. Yeah. That was a muddy ass damn mess down there. Well, you, you made out <laughs> yeah, like a bandit. I've heard that, yeah. I've heard yeah. it was pretty nasty out there. Very well, cool. the thing about it is uh, it's, it's a mess any time down there in the past, even if it rained. But you had all new construction out there. Brand, brand new sod had been laid down. Yeah. Two weeks, three weeks before that, <laughs> they rolled in there. Destroyed. And, yeah, they're going to do it again. I mean, the thing is, if, if y'all been watching the weather, that area had been getting saturated even before and after they laid the side. So you wouldn't put 10,000-pound trailers and doolies down in there. And it was a friggin' mess. Yeah. I saw pictures. Tractors <laughs> to pull people out. Yeah. No, yeah. so But we'll uh, be back. Yeah. Good, Very good. good. Very good. Hey, 
you know, I, 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 don't, I don't always ask this question. I try to a little bit here and there, but I, I wanted to ask, um, did you ever see this coming? Like what, your vision, right? You know, when, when, when in the height of your winning, whatever else. Let's be honest, man. I mean, you, you, you're charismatic. You're, you're, you're fun to be around. I've seen you on television. You're, you're a very smart guy. Uh, you're business minded. But did you ever see this? Like, was this a moment where you're like, I could do this, and and, and you saw the video? You're like, it just, it just kind of happened. It, it evolved into it, or I'm, I'm curious. When I started winning, when I started winning so much and being so lucky and blessed, whatever you want to call it, yeah, <clears throat> I said there's there's got to be an end game here, especially when I got into my second third year, and I was winning, you know, anywhere from ten to fifteen grands, and you know, in a year, and I said, you know, there's an end game. So I started worrying about image. I wanted to go, you know, I, I wore red shirts back in the in the 1990s and khaki pants and all that. Finally got to the black. Well, everybody think. Black looks good, I think, but the black is the reason I wore it was grease on your smokers don't show up on it. <laughs> so that's why I went to the black, but I kept that image for myself and for my teammates. And back then, especially, I was more reserved back to myself. I didn't go out and associate with everybody because I was over working. You hear me a while ago tell you I stay in the shit old hotels. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to, damn, I wanted to be able to win the money and, and be able to go to the next deal. And, uh, but I knew that somewhere down the road, there's going to have to be an end game for this. Something ought to come from this. Mm -hmm. You don't win that much and something not happening and other stuff. And long came TV. And, uh, <clears throat> I was in my stride as far as running the circuits and TV was coming right there. And, you know, it just, we both met the same at the right time. Yeah. And, uh, and the, and the TV, I can tell you, is the engine that pulled the rest of it. It pulled me to where I could do the classes. It pulled mm. where I could write the cookbooks, where I could do the restaurants, spice rubs. And I got, you know, our smoker division. And uh, just blessed I got to be on that show. Yeah. Barbecue Pitmasters today, they ran it from, we filmed from 09 to 17. That was the last time. Today, when they run reruns, and I'm, I'm speaking behind people from Food Network, which now is owned by Discovery, which now is owned by, I think, Time Warner. Uh, when they run their reruns, it gets more viewership, and I ain't going to call the other barbecue shows that's out there now that you was, than those do. Yeah. The damn reruns. Yeah. That's right. I'm yeah. telling y'all. They're good. I'm saying because we I watched them. It, yeah. But that concept, that concept, was real. I mean, that concept of, I mean, it was just maybe luck or whatever, but people loved it. People loved it. And the yeah. thing is, if you go back and look at them now, if you want to learn, you could pick up something watching it for the fifth time mm -hmm. that you didn't see the other time. Yeah, I think you know, that and, show got uh, a lot of people started in barbecue. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That was a that was My deal is ignition. I don't understand the powers that be, why they don't, not necessarily with the same same cast but why don't they bring that concept back because oh, that should. was the like, that was the deal you're, we ask that all the time brother because I, I literally just said uh, and i can tell you this yes. i can tell you this too and now you watch some of it that tries to emulate it a little bit it's they're cooking stupid shit you know <laughs> i just <laughs> somebody 
I just said this. Let me tell y'all what now. You're not, <laughs> when you're doing things like your podcast here, this podcast, you're hoping to reach a lot more than competition teams because at any given time, there's probably about 15,000 competition teams in this country. That's right. Mm-hmm. You Correct. want to reach us down tens of millions yeah. backyard. of backyard enthusiasts out in this country. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. You know, and they don't want to watch some son of a bitch from New York cooking down tofu on a grill. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and then exactly. not only and, that. And then, beat, and then beats a barbecue pitmaster we all know who cooked the shoulder, which y'all know that's a crock of shit. Right, right. right. Yep. And that's happening. Y'all know what's happening. It is. But that the is. point is, I'm telling you is, you could damn continually run a 13-episode season, and you could have the same three meats or four meats, brisket, chicken, ribs, do a hog every now and then and do those over and over and over, and people would watch it week in and week out 100%. because it's something they can relate to and something they will want to go home and try. That's right. Yeah, that's right. right. I, I think so, I think that's social right. media right now is is kind of hampering that thing because everybody gets that real uh, quick reaction of thumbing through Instagram or thumbing through whatever Facebook, whatever, and you're getting to see everybody's product and this and that. So, but... Uh, we, we talked about this. We did a round table discussion. It's like uh, that, that first couple of years of, of uh, barbecue pit masters where uh, we got to see Myra and, and uh, uh, all the other guys uh, go through this like competition. You got to see the drama and the realness of just, oh, I love that. Going, that's right. I was like, that's right. I love that. That's fucking, I'll, I'll pay 15 seasons to see that. And I love the other stuff. I, I loved when, when these guys jumped up and, and they be became judges. judges and stuff like that. I love that too. But I like I maybe I'm just like a little bit younger. I love the uh the the reality series. The reality I liked the first season too. I liked it the best. But yeah. I can tell you why they could they wouldn't do that again. They said it was so expensive to follow that many teams around. Oh, oh is that what it was? That's why they that's why they went to the three judges and you have your mm, competitors standing I see in front it. of the three. It was good. I yeah. see it, but there are people that pay billions of dollars just to follow the Kardashians around. You know what I mean? Right? And that <laughs> sucks. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're gonna, we're going to pay that. We're, uh, we're going to uh, capture that market, but shit. I mean, uh, barbecue well, has been one of the fast-growing markets in the world. It, it, exactly right. It's been that way for, for a decade now. It's the hottest genre of food. When you see people open up restaurants now, most of what they want to do on food truck is a barbecue something. That's mm-hmm. right. They want to do something with barbecue. And you were speaking a while ago about influence, and every goddamn body out there wants to be a damn influencer of barbecue, whether they know anything about it or not. Mm-hmm. And if I see another block of damn cream cheese wrapped or dusted in something <laughs> on the grill. Dude, hey, can, can we talk about this like really quick? Uh, Myron, what are your thoughts on the use of tallow, the beef tallow on everything? Like, I, I, I have my personal, like, just you, hatred. I, I had that just. I had that just asked at my class last weekend at a barbecue class, and they asked about the tallow. Tallow or lard, court lard, ain't worth a shit to put on the meat, all that kind of stuff. If you think you're going to get a beef tallow flavor or a bacon pork flavor from it, because yeah. guess what? It's not hadn't been cooked in bacon. My it ain't goodness, bacon yes. fat. It ain't damn brisket burning in fat. Preach. Let me tell you how the best, I'm telling you, when I do, when I cook briskets, and I've got my brisket done I, in the pan, I finish up in the pan. I save my, in my grease separator, I save the au jus. 
the good stuff goes to the bottom, oil's at the top. The oil, I, I mean, the, the good au I save to dip my slices in, my burn ends in. I save that oil, too. Just like old granny, my granny used to have a tin can over here by the stove. She poured her bacon fat in. That's right. I poured that brisket oil in, save it, put it in my fridge. I rub my brisket down with that to put my rub on and make it stick. Because it's cooked. It's got brisket flavor. It's got that flavor. That's right. Oh, it's, got, it's got a smokiness to it. Tallow, when it's lard and tallow, just in a can, stick your finger down in it. It ain't got no flavor. That's right. It's processed. And the only way you get flavor is fry stuff in it. And you're not going to get that damn smoker up enough to eat fries. Well, if you do, you don't burn it to hell and back. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you do, you messed <laughs> up. Deep fried brisket. John, just call this episode Myron Tells It Like It Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Myron Tells well, It Like I, It Is. I, I watched a guy, uh, and I'm not going to drop names, but I watched a guy uh, do a comparison video on wrapping briskets. And, and he wrapped a brisket in paper, and I think maybe he did one in... in, in foil the other one he decided which he called confit he basically dropped this this cooked uh, halfway cooked brisket into a just a big pan full of brisket tallow and he finished cooking the brisket in, in this tallow. brisket tallow yeah what the it, hell how it, greasy was that yeah well he that know, was a greasy ass mess right there <laughs> yeah he said it tastes like uh tallow it tastes like uh beef tallow i'm like okay you're lying but he said it was very tender <laughs> no, and no, it was it, very just well, let me tell you what beef beef tallow out of the can you want me to tell you what it tastes like crisco out of the can it tastes like nothing that's right <laughs> mm. zero yeah I, it I don't just, taste like a damn ribeye steak. That's what I try to tell everybody. I don't understand. Beef tallow comes from a raw product. Yes. And they cook it down. Why are I they mean, injecting like, briskets with this? All it's doing is, I mean, if anything, it's going to make it a little greasier maybe, moisture maybe. But if you were going to inject anything to do with the brisket, I would want the oil that Myron took off of his last cooked brisket in the contest and injected with it, wouldn't you? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right so, there. I actually just so so I've been saving the oil and and separating uh, at the house, and so I have them separated. So I have the oil and then I have the the au jus. Uh, and then when, when it, so James gave me this idea and, and whatever I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm game. I like this. I, I keep my bacon fat, you know. So now when I'm cooking, I just dip in and I, I pull out a spoonful of this smoked brisket au jus. I throw it right into a pan when I'm cooking something. I add it adds so much flavor, right? It, it's it's phenomenal. But but this is something I'm doing at the house. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to go buy some some beef tallow uh, in, in a jar. Which by the way, they're selling. Uh, and 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 oh, to, yeah, to expect it. mm-hmm. it's going to taste like something. I'm like I've got oil already. I've got this man. I'm telling you right now, this is. But you've got some stuff that's really good. That is just. Right. It's neutral. It don't right. have any flavor. It tastes to like it. oil. Right. And I, I tell everybody, I was like, but it, hey. I tell you what, if you take that brisket oil you got that actually come off the brisket, yeah, and mix it in with some of your sauces, like a tablespoon, like in the blender, oh, it changes it. Ups the game. That's right. Oh, yeah. Just change the damn game. That's a Dang it. Listen right now. Listen. I'm hey. saving that part for myself. I'm cutting yeah. that out. You're gonna cut mine. it out. <laughs> You're gonna cut it out. Come on, mine. Y'all yeah. won't even remember this. Yeah, we the just rest, don't air the, the whole rest episode. The world will never hear that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, so, what's been? And, and obviously, you've won a lot, right? And your first wins, your last wins, and, and whatever, right? But what was the most memorable win you ever had? 
probably my first sweep where I won three first place in Memphis and May. I got first hog, first shoulder, first ribs. That was America's Georgia. <laughs> Holy moly. Probably 19. So yeah. y'all automatically got the grand. I'd done that several times, but that first one, that was 1997. Yeah, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then 2001, our first world championship in Memphis. That was a big one. Damn. Uh, you've been trying, and I've been there so close before that. And probably all of the world championships are big. Uh, my first big pig jig, which is in uh, Vienna, Georgia, contest I was telling you about, the 150 teams. Winning my first one of those in 97, that was, that was big because it's – you know, my hometown before I moved to Unadilla, same county. It's just uh, you do it in front of the home crowd. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, damn, do it in front of the home crowd and win. They boo me. Oh shit, <laughs> damn. But guess haters. what? Haters. Hey. I, I don't like them right back. It don't make me shit. There it is, right? <laughs> exactly. I hate, I hate but, you. But, what, what's the saying? I hate, the, I hate you too, right? You know, we won the yeah. world championship in sixteen, and we won it in uh, twenty one. Twenty one was big because there was some that. Uh, couldn't make 16 my teammates that were there in 21 and uh that made it a lot that made it real nice yeah made it real nice that uh, makes a difference if, and, and listen I, I'm, I'm gonna go the opposite way real quick and, and if you don't want to say whatever but what's been the biggest disappointment biggest disappointment any competition that stands uh, out and it just says yeah jack sh- daniels the jack never won it mm. fuck I've reserved it, never won it. Okay. Back in the day, you used to cook whole hog in the jack. And I took three first-place hogs. One of them was a perfect score in a hog. But I've never won. You could cook hog or you could cook pork butts for your pork category. I always chose hog, which they don't have that anymore. They don't offer that option. But uh, I went 13 straight years in a row, got drawn to go to the jack, and never won it. Hmm. Damn. Thanks a lot, Jan. That's what I said. No. <laughs> Thanks for Damn. bringing it down, Jan. What's hey, wrong listen, with you, bro? <laughs> listen, I, I, you got to ask the questions, brother. Like, no, people want to know, man. Uh, you know what I mean? I was going to ask this, and this is where I thought you were going. Yeah. You said the other end of the spectrum. We like to ask, and I think this is kind of a funnier that later. That's my next one, by the way. Barbecue fails. Like, is there a story you got where you're like, you were nailing something and not, it just went yeah, to shit. Like or, barbecue, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or you set something it, on fire, it, maybe. It was a wrong turn in, right? <laughs> you ran up there with a the wrong turn in. You. you, you just whatever. Not wrong turning it. It, it. it didn't turn out to be a fail, but teammates, Memphis Bay, uh, especially back in the day, you still do. You got sauce cups, uh, the NBN contest now, the circuit. And you got them in the world championship also. So you could turn your sauce in on the side and have your meat just like you want it to be. It could be unsauced. So in other words, the judges can try it with or without. Well, back in the day, now I sauce the meat some, and I still send sauce cups in. But back in the day, I was pretty adamant about it. I'd use a dip, build the box, and then I'd turn my sauce in by itself, and the meat was never sauced. You know, I had that for the judges to try with and without and select ever how they wanted to do it. Sent my turn-in box, and you get ready to do the next you know, the next deal you got to do your on-site judging and then do your box to go for the shoulder category. Mm-hmm. Person's hauled ass toting your box. 
10 minutes in, I'm getting ready to do this next deal. I look, and there's the two, you could turn in two sauces if you wanted to, one or two, and I always turn two. There's the two damn sauce cups mm. sitting there. No, they got forgot. That was, that was a that was a bad day at Flat Rock. Oh <laughs> shit! Mm. Yeah, but we made that? fouls. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There, you there go. it is. Yeah, you don't know how to fail in. Yeah, come on, <laughs> this guy. Have hey, you ever missed a turn in? It's like you, win, the winningest man in barbecue. Like, did you ever miss a turn in? Yeah. No, hell no. Let me tell you this. I I got a fail for you. There he is. Come on. Only time I ever cooked. Back in the day when I was cooking all the time, I was cooking Memphis and Mayor events all over from Illinois to Arkansas. To, uh, they had a few, one to two in Missouri, but I was in Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, New Hampshire even had them. And I was going everywhere. Florida had them. And that's what I predominantly cook. And I'd go cook KCBS when there wasn't nothing else for me to go cook. And we went to Dillard, Georgia, in the North Georgia mountains, and that was a long-running contest. My first time ever going there. And uh, about the second time I ever cooked brisket. Turned out awesome. But, you know, in Memphis and May, you don't have garnish in the box. That was something new there, too. You didn't have to do it, but, I mean, everybody else is doing it. It did KCBS. And, you know, when you build boxes to Memphis and May, you fill the boxes up. I mean, they could be 12 rib bones in a box, plus all the hog meat in a hog box, you know, the loin, everything you did, same way with the poor box. I hadn't gotten down to six pieces of crap done, and I put five slices in my brisket box. DQ'd. Oh, oh, oh shit. But yeah. I took a first place rib. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lord giveth and the Lord but taketh away. I yeah. Lesson. That was early on. That was in the 2000s, early 2000s. I, I learned a damn lesson there and I made sure from that point forward. I said, that won't never happen no more. <laughs> yeah. Live and learn. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everybody does. Everybody, I mean, you know, I've, I've watched and seen. People running, trying to get them and drop the damn box in front of my tent, going on KCBS, trying Ugh. to cut it so close, and uh, you know, just drop it. Oh yeah, you know what that's going to be. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, it's it, it's like you forget how to walk like, when you're walking <laughs> up there with a turn in. <laughs> what do you do? Right. Just like give them a hand, like, <laughs> like yeah, help them out, sucks, or yeah. do you just watch? Kick it around the ground. Yeah, you, get, hey, you get your phone out and start videoing. <laughs> He's That's well, guys, yeah, everybody wants to, you notice that you know people's pain. Everybody likes to see that shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sadly. You know what we just need to start doing a competition though, is buy our own boxes, the styrofoam ones, and just keep an extra. Have one. an extra in case we drop it. No, it's got, it's, it's got the damn taped ticket on the on the bottom of yeah, it. Yeah, well, we'll take that off if we drop you know? the damn box, man. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll just do a fake turn in where somebody just. Walks in just like just like shaking the box up, just like <laughs> yeah. behind the head, just like boom boom. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw it across toss it to, to him. John. Toss it to the judge. It. Here you go. Yeah. Toss it out. Yeah. I don't know you, about that. You do that, and then you get a call, and then everybody wants to do that. Yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> so my goodness. Uh, so 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 what do you got going on right now? Like what's what's current for you, Myron? Uh, current for me right now, of course, I'm down here doing cook schools. We stay in book with them. Very cool. We're doing a lot of uh, I do I do a lot of private classes. Uh, we got the restaurant in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, in Old Town. 
and we're opening a new one up there closer to the district in Vienna, Georgia. Um, excuse me, Vienna, uh, Virginia. And uh, it'll be open in probably two weeks. That's Very awesome. cool. So uh, the, 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 the menu, what's... Is it all over the place, or is it very traditional? What's what's on the menu? It's very basic. I don't. Uh, I mean, when I do a barbecue joint, it's gonna have barbecue in it. I'm not doing your damn, you know, fried chicken and cube steak and all this horse shit. Yeah. I mean, I love all that. Fried chicken's my favorite food. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be the barbecue joint that's known for its chicken salad. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I mean, if all the first thing that comes out of my man, they got damn good sides. Yeah, that's right. All they yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. I know some like, of those how many barbecue restaurants do mm-hmm. you talk about the sides yep. versus the barbecue? Hell, I've got some where I I make barbecue at home and I'll order sides and have them delivered. Do you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Why not? I don't feel like making them. I just just order some sides. I'll yeah. I'll make the brisket. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, and and I'm not knocking anybody's the, their business plan is the other way, but uh, you can't be everything to everybody. And I've always been this. I could cook a lot of different stuff, but I'm a barbecue man and I stay in my lane and uh, that's what I do. I mean, I cook an awesome damn hamburger. We don't serve hamburgers. You know, we serve barbecue. I do brisket. I do uh, pork belly. I do pulled pork. I do ribs. Uh, we'll do a beef rib special. I mean, I don't, I don't get out here and, you know, we won't do fried chicken Thursdays and all this kind of crap. I don't yeah, do right. That. Hey, meatloaf Wednesday, right? Yeah, we're not. Yeah, not we're not. We're not doing it. Sushi Mondays. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so, what's your? Uh, okay, so uh, if you had a final meal, what would it be? Final meal, it would be the most definitely fried chicken, probably either rice or mashed potatoes, homemade. Uh, white gravy, mm. oh, yeah, especially white gravy, like mm. Chester on Matt Dillon used to say. Oh, yeah, uh, homemade real deal cream corn where you cut the corn off, yep, skillet fried, probably then butter beans, cooked with ham hocks, onions on. chipped up in it when I got to the plate, and uh, lace bread, lace cornbread. That sounds well, freaking amazing. Yeah, I'm hungry. And have it. <laughs> Called it lace bread because where it fringed up around there was really crispy. Yeah. Mama made little cakes out of our cornmeal. Daddy, Mama making with me and Trace, my brother, sit there and eat the damn crispies around the edge. And then there wasn't nothing but that thicker part, which is good, but it was not the crispy. Then Daddy beat our ass for eating the <laughs> around the edge of cornbread. Yeah, right. It's worth yeah. it. Ain't shit. Yeah. yeah. That's where Jack's Old South came from. Jack Mixon, he don't play. Yeah. Oh, he didn't play. He yeah. he he whooped your ass for spilling tea at the table because Mama's leaves at the table. You know, joined up mm-hmm. sweet tea get in there and make it sticky. If you spilt table, yep. ass beaten. Yeah, yeah, all day long, <laughs> all day long. He yeah. had my brother so damn scared to eat. He sitting at the table for thirty days a damn month, wouldn't touch shit. <laughs> That's one way to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're fasting today. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah, Tracy, pass me that. I ain't touching nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. That's good. Hey, Myron, That's good. Uh, we've, we've held you up here for a while already. We really appreciate you coming on. Uh, if, if someone wants to sign up for one of your classes or find you online, how do they do that? 
Just go to uh, MyronMixon.com. MyronMixon.com. All the information. Hey, I, before just, you leave, just I, Google I, it. I, I got one last. I got one last question. Uh, other than barbecue, what's the best thing in food you're known for? Other than barbecue meat, what's what's your like? If somebody's like, man, I gotta have this damn thing, like. Your wife, your family, your, whatever, like kids, yeah. it don't matter. Like, what's the one thing? The one thing that I'm known for that ain't barbecue that everybody wants yeah. me to cook. Or yourself. It may be one thing you want. That dessert. <laughs> it's always the Oh, thing. I do that. I ain't talking about sides and shit. Hell, I do good sides. <laughs> but I don't want to be that guy. That's right. Pizza. What about pizza? I tell you what I can do well. I can fry fish really good. Ooh. My brother Damn. can too. Both of us can. Fried catfish, fried brim. Ooh, see. That sounds amazing. I, and I'm going to tell you something. Now, you think a minute. It's hard to think. a lot think. of folks say they can, but that's a harder thing to do than yep, not. You right. can do one of two things, especially with catfish fillets. They'll overcook the hell out of them until it ain't nothing but a damn, like eating a tater chip. <laughs> or they undercook them until you got a lot of water running out of them when you bite them. Yep. Now, I don't want no undercooked damn fish, period, like fried fish now. Nope. So, I'm not going to, I actually 100%, uh, I, I can relate to this because I just, we just did a fish fry at the house. And I was thinking like, you know, and I've fried fish, you know, for years, whatever else. I can't fry fish. <laughs> That's what I learned. I suck, right? It did not come out the way I wanted it to come out. It was good. The it, first batch was good. The second batch was like burnt as shit. Sucked. Let that, it just let that was oil horrible. Get away let from here. What you ain't doing then? If, it, if the second batch is burnt, you got to keep your grease at three hundred fifty degrees, and you you need really need a thermostat control fryer. Yeah. But if you don't have that, you got to keep that damn oil temp and, and tip it, and have a damn gauge in it where you can adjust your tank down here you know it's your valve you got to keep it at 350 if you don't and regulate it and let it keep spiking it'll burn all those crumbs that fell in there from the first batch at the bottom that's right and then you get what he said right there your second batch was burnt tasting the hell that's right that's right. And hey, listen, I know John was a little premature with his uh, exit here. Was that? Uh, was that? Yeah, we were. Very, very premature. Because uh, we're not even talking about your damn barbecue pits over here. And I think that these are th- these are something that, that honestly, I, I follow you. I, I, I see you. I, 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 I see the, 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 the videos you put out. But you've got a, it's a water. Water smoker. A water smoker. H2O's. H2O's, yeah, man. They stick burns. They're water cookers. I've been cooking on them since '96. There it is. Now, yeah, awesome. that being said, they were single wall, but I've been cooking on stick burner water cookers since I started. When I started, I had a trailer built with two water cookers, three water cookers on it. It cost me forty-five hundred dollars, sixteen foot long. <clears throat> Nineteen ninety six. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays it's like hey, you ain't getting that nowadays. You can't buy a set of tires for the <laughs> right. <laughs> well we were just at, we were when can't we were at the Royal Yeah, we saw you, you your new new smokers you teamed up with Smoking Brothers. Right. Those things yeah, look that, pretty badass too. They are they are bad. well the thing is our bark series, we've been making those a few years now. And uh Made in America, and, and where we build our H2Os and our gravities, we got a gravity, uh, charcoal gravities too. And we just decided, you know, we needed somebody who was better in the electronics into that. That's the key to it. 
But and we had a place in Alabama that was making our electronics, and they were doing a great job. But Smoking Brothers, uh, we got to talking with them at the 2022 World Championship, Ryan down there, and uh, you know he said if y'all ever want to make a change and have a another builder, he liked to talk with us, and we did. And I mean they're a great bunch of guys. They uh, mm-hmm. he knows how to build electronics package. He's got uh, he built our stuff you know, to a T, the way we wanted it. Uh, we moved the firebox or the uh, hopper to the front, like on these other Smoking Brothers. That made the auger shorter. Uh, you got bronze gears in it. It's built like a damn tank, all made in America, just like the rest of our products. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you uh, for that, the by the races. way. I mean, but but the thing is, uh, I used to make fun of people that couldn't do pellet smokers. I did. I'm a stick burner. Mm-hmm. We still do. You know, like <laughs> Tim Allen, I'll beat the hell out of you with this damn stick of wood I got. But uh, anyway, but I love mine. I don't mind a damn I love it. We got our own line of pellets. Uh, matter of fact, the, the class I'm doing out here, Daytona uh, Saturday, I'll be cooking on one of our Bark 2400s and uh, using our peach, our peach pellets. And uh, it just, one thing about our Bark series is it doesn't have the stacks on top, never has. We've always had it where the pot over the shield, smoke comes up from it, surrounds the meat, hits the roof, and it's got to come back down, mm-hmm. go up between the double walls back here and out the stacks in the back. So it's, it's basically reverse fluid. It's yep. making that smoke, and that's always been the problem with pellet smokers, regardless of who builds them, is it doesn't have enough smoke flavor. And the only way you can get, make that happen where you've got the smoke flavor, two things. you got to have good pellets, regardless of whose they are, and we got good pellets. But you got to make that smoke hang around in that cook chamber as long as you possibly can. That's right. Having the stacks on top, it just shoots straight out. Yeah, right. And having it where it's got to go up and out the wall in the back and then go out, it just maintains that smoke in there a little bit longer. Very cool. Very so cool, man. I... I can't tell you, like, and honestly, like, we feel super honored uh, to have you on. Uh, and and it, I know you're a busy guy, and I, I don't know how many times we've reached out, but we were very thankful <laughs> that you said yes. Uh, man, like, honestly. Right. Not to mention the you have uh, no idea. technical difficulties that we had at the beginning of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I was in Austin earlier. I, I, I was at, a, at the Tesla Gigafactory earlier today, and I've been out for a couple of days, and I, I saw the text messages floating around for everybody, and like, they're like, oh, where's Jan? And, and, I was, and, and they're like, oh, Jan's in Austin. He's, not gonna, he's probably not going to make it. Let me tell you, at, at 3 o'clock in Austin, I was like, I'm out of here. And, and, and I'm sitting in front of customers. <laughs> I Listen, I'm leaving. I don't care if I could rent a damn helicopter. I'm getting back to Houston. This is going to happen tonight. So uh, I, ve- I feel very fortunate to be here. Man, thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh for for saying yes uh yeah i can't i cannot say enough man this is the highlight of my freaking probably podcasting career yeah 100 <laughs> percent, man you, you have no idea i've i've followed you man i followed your career uh it's it's phenomenal well i appreciate it uh i had a lot of fun this has been fun and i'm gonna tell you something i ain't knocking everybody else's shows but 
they ain't always fun. They don't ever ask the good questions. Y'all did ask the good questions. And, uh, you know, that makes it fun. Makes it fun. Awesome. I hope I gave you good answers. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. you have not disappointed any. I'm not like a damn schoolgirl over here. Hey, <laughs> kind of take it easy. Appreciate yeah, you, right? brother. Like, appreciate you. I'm going to tell you one thing. All this council cost shit out here. Mm-hmm. If somebody don't like what I said tonight, yeah. you can't counsel a son of a bitch you don't give a shit. <laughs> I love 100%. it. We, we, we feel you 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, you're preaching right now. You're. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Myron, we wish you the best of luck, and we will definitely see you on the competition barbecue trail. Yes. Yeah. Well, you ask me back, and I'll be back. Whatever you need some uh, – Whenever you need a laugh, call Myron. I'll be glad to help you. Yes, out. come on. Let's Thank do it. Come on. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, brother. Appreciate right, brother. you. Have a good All night. Right. All right. See y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Man, You're giddy awesome, over man. here. You're Dude, literally listen, like shaking around I'm not shaking seat. around anything. Yes, what I'm trying are. to tell you is that – It's on video. Such a very cool – very – listen – I hey, think I think try, with Myron, try not it, to act weird. Because I'm not. Right, you made can it weird. Can I, can I just listen? You're making it weird now. Myron. You're making it weird. Can I say something? Uh, Don't embarrass what, us. What, what I think about this is that very genuine, and on top of that, what you see is what you get. Like this is not. A, oh, it's not, he's 100 percent. This is not genuine. This is not somebody that said, "Hey, you know," and you just never know, right? He ain't beating around the bush. No, you are. I am what I am. I'm Popeye, right? Right. He is what he is, dude. Such a great interview. Right. So I, good. I think Amazing. You, I think you miss Amazing. that. You, you miss that nowadays yeah. of people just, hey, this is Trying who I am. PC. Uh, who cares? I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. and well, It's kind of where his really status, where he's at. You know, he kind of doesn't have to care anymore. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? So he just, even his early career, and, and maybe uh, prior uh, early 2000s or whatever, it was more acceptable to be like, hey, uh, I blah, 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 fuck you. I don't give a shit. Uh, but nowadays, everybody is walking on fucking tiptoes. Yeah. Eggshells, mm-hmm. right? Eggshells, just like, I don't even know what to do. But uh, uh, obviously, us and, and Myron, is like, uh, don't even really care. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like first doesn't of all, like, there, there's some tidbits, and, and there, there's there's some things in this podcast, if you listen to it, and you re- you really listen to the the story coming out or, or the – it's not. It's not. It's. It's just like, hey, go back to a, to a different season in in a uh, in the barbecue uh, pitmasters, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at that, it's still relevant today, right? It's oh, not, for sure. It's for sure. It, the, the tips, the tricks, are still right there. Even tonight, if you're listening closely, you heard the tips and the tricks coming out, right? Mm-hmm. So that's things. Like it's up to you wh- whether you recognize them or not. Uh, we just had a freaking badass. Hall of Famer on here. Let's fucking yeah. go. I man. think about like when let's we very go. first sat down and said, "Hey, let's do a podcast." What yeah. kind of guests would you want to have? That was probably the first name that came out. Yeah, I, I, right everybody. There. Everybody's like, "Yeah, we need to get Myron on." I, we, we, well, do you think like, we could get him? Do you it, think we could? It was a wish yeah. list. We could. Do you think we have him on speed dial? No, and we John does. Those, I do. We don't. Yes, we you don't. guys don't get John. To see he said anytime. So that's all that matters. Right. Anyways, hey, super cool. Who could win in a fight? Between Myron Mixon or Mo Kason. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'll leave that one alone. Okay. Honestly, guys, hey, hey. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, obviously, go go check out Myron Mixon and the Myron Mixon smokers that he has. And the, 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 I think he has H2O's, the, uh, two different restaurants or maybe three different restaurants that he has uh, right. of the Myron Mixon barbecue uh, pitmaster 
uh, uh, I think it's Pitmaster Barbecue uh, restaurants that he has mm-hmm. out there. Go check them out. Um, but also check out Grabbing the Brisket. Grabthebrisket.com. Grab the, do we have a telephone number that you can call in on? Is that we a do. thing? Yeah. Hold on. Hey, hey, John. What's that number called? Hit, hit the, uh, the, the hotline. Let's get the next caller up. <laughs> Did we get the hotline up? Yeah, yeah. let's get the, yeah, the next hotline. Call. We have this. Is this mm-hmm. a thing? No, it's not a thing. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Okay. This is James coming in. Uh, uh, I just heard the uh, Myron Mixon episode. Super awesome. Can I ask a question? I'm just kidding. God damn yeah, it. But if you do want to call <laughs> in, it's 434-829-2299. Hey, listen. Call in. Give us your barbecue fells. Right? Or your wins. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but we want to know when you're really failing. We want to hear the dirty, like, I burnt the Christmas dinner. I thought I had it under control. Thanksgiving was great uh, with all the sides, but (laughs) the turkey didn't... I I caught the house on fire. I need to hear the damn story. I like like Myron's fails, though. You know, he failed, but I got first place ribs. (laughs) I got first place ribs. Right, yeah. Hey, tell us what your fails are, because you know what? When you're failing, we're all learning. So. Appreciate I can you. tell you right now, 100%, this is why we got into doing what we're doing right now. That's right. Mm. To be able to communicate and talk with some of these uh, uh, pit masters and celebrity chefs and, and just notable figures around the world and to get their insight and to get their input and their yeah. their thoughts. I mean, it's it's super entertaining and it's super just informative super. for me. You did two super. Two super super. You did two supers. That's all okay. the super. Hey, I won't say James it again. said it's super. <laughs> I won't say it again. So, no, it, I think it you was will. Super duper. Hey, I will say. Do you know a different word? What would you say it's besides been great super? Talking barbecue, yeah. you guys. It's been great. Peace. Later, guys. Thanks, everybody. Well, we've been great. Smoke on. Dang it, Bobby! Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Sucklebusters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.